Well, good morning, and welcome to another reading of the Bible. We're, we are in Acts chapter 2, and we left off. The disciples were all together in one room. The, the room was locked up, and yet it was filled with the Spirit. Uh, this wind comes in, there's fire, and all of a sudden they are able to speak in all the known languages. And not just that, the people from around the area hear that noise and they come running and they are hearing these people speak. Now, these are uneducated people and God is reuniting all the languages so that he can then share the good news. These uneducated people are speaking in languages they don't even understand and yet the good news is being preached. And we left off with verse 12. The people are saying, amazed and perplexed, they asked each other, what does this mean? So maybe that's the positive look at it. Well, the negative starts in verse 13. It says this, But others in the crowd ridiculed them, saying, They're just drunk, that's all. How many times have you seen something and you've tried to explain it away? That was my big challenge for us yesterday. Don't try to explain it away. Look for the miraculous. And then the first sermon ever uh, preached after Jesus is done by a guy by the name of Peter says this in verse 14. Then Peter stepped forward with the 11 uh, other apostles and shouted to the crowd, Listen carefully, all of you fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. Make no mistake about it. These people are not drunk, as some of you are assuming. Nine o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. I just love the interlude that the first sermon starts off with Peter talking about, Hey, it's nine in the morning. How are you even saying these people are drunk? That's crazy. Verse 16, no, what you see was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. And so I want to pause. We're going to look at the prophecy of Joel, and then we're going to look at the prophecy from David, both which point towards Jesus. These are Old Testament prophets pointing towards what is happening in the present moment, the Holy Spirit being poured out. Um, But one of the cool things is the guy who's actually speaking it. This is Peter. Peter was the disciple who would just charge into action. He was a ready, fire, aim kind of guy. We love him. He's a fiery character, right? When Jesus came walking on the water, he jumped out of the boat and started walking towards Jesus. And then he realized he was walking on water and started to sink, right? He, he just charged forward. He was the first one into battle. And God is using him in a mighty way here to preach the first sermon, And I want to look in the mirror. I want everybody to look in the mirror and think about yourself. Are you the kind of person who would charge into battle? Are you the kind of person who looks in the mirror and says, I'm not worthy. I can't do anything. Or I'm, I'm just a, I'm just a high schooler. I I don't have anything to offer. Well, that's probably what most of these people thought. They're uneducated. They were fishermen. They were left out. And yet the encounter with Jesus qualified them to stand up and to preach, and in particular, Peter, to preach this first sermon. So whatever excuse you have when you look in the mirror, I'm just this or I'm just that, turn that around. God made you this or God made you that, and it qualifies you. Because what was so astonishing was that these guys were uneducated. That's what was astonishing. If the religious leaders had stood up and done it, if the pastors and preachers and prophets had stood up and done it, these people wouldn't have even cared. But it was uneducated fishermen who proclaimed the good news. And later we'll read 3,000 people accepted the message that day. So let me pray for us. God, you are such a good God. You are in control of all things. You are a loving God. 
And what we're about to see is that your uh, promises, your spirit, your love is not reserved for one group of people, one type of people, educated versus uneducated, male versus female, uh, Jew versus Gentile. Your spirit was for all. And God, I pray that each one of us would look in the mirror and we wouldn't see ourselves, but we'd see your spirit moving through us and that we would know that we can do amazing things when you are in the lead. God, we love you and we pray these things in your mighty name. Amen.